Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to As the Shockham Turns. I'm Helen. I am Bryn. And today's episode, we're talking about season three. Okay, I'm excited for season three and, and terrified, I, okay? I am excited for season three. I'm so excited for season three. But it's Xena, season three, episode one, The Furies. The, the, we technically did want to start at season three doing this rewatch we because... Did. We did, but we took the time to do the first two seasons. I I enjoyed it. And I'm glad we did, because it showed me that Xena was a lot more progressive than I thought. And yes. a lot... Yeah. It was a good introduction, but now I'm, I want to get into the nitty-gritty of what I remember to see if that's as, as, like, as good. Like, the stuff that I really love. My brain yeah. still wants to just watch When Fates Collide. Okay, dude, that's season six. I know, but my brain has a favorite. Really? No, not your brain. Not a favorite. It does. It's got one favorite. And we will discuss why it's a favorite when we get to there. But oh my goodness. That's going to be a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is the episode that finally gives context as we kept bringing up about Xena being a demigod. Yes, also tells us where Xena's dad's been. Yes, because we come across her two brothers, one we never hear from again. Ever. Or about. Ever. And the dead one. Yeah, who we hear about all the time. So, clearly Xena had a favorite. Yeah, well, that's normal for siblings, too, fortunately. <laughs> uh, we hear about her mother. And on Gabrielle's side, we hear about her mother and father and sister. Yeah, and person... Proticus. Yeah, but I, I can't, like, he was, like, her betrothed. Yes. But, like, not, I don't know, it was very unclear. But that's fine. So at least we learn also about Zena's father. Not that she was just, you know, immaculately conceptive. Yeah. Immaculately? Is that the word I want? I don't think that's the word I want. And it starts off very playful. Uh, well, after the Dancing Furies and Ares makes his claim and the Furies agree with him that due to Xena's crime, she should be both persecuted and mad. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We can't see anything. Okay. So then we come to Zena and Gabrielle, where Zena's madness starts taking into effect. Yeah. And we get to see Lucy be very playful. Yes, playful Lucy is the greatest Lucy. And she does this so well. Um, 
there was a scene where she put the pinch on the guy because bounty hunters came. They and she fought Goofy like, and so Gabrielle's like, "Well, we need to find out what's going on." And she's like, "I don't think we'll find any information." She's like, "Well, why don't you put the pinch on him?" And she's like, "Excellent idea, Mavis." And goes, puts the punch on him, and asks the most ridiculous questions. Monty Python questions. Well, when you learn, you lost one of them was literally from Monty Python. What is the capital of Assyria? That's the one. That's the one from Monty Python. And that's just a top tier. I fucking loved it. Was. It was really, really good. Also, Lucy, it was Lucy's ad lib that added Mavis. That wasn't in the script. <laughs> so. I thought it was in the script because she called Gabrielle Mavis like three times. Nope. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Uh, so when they find that they should go to uh, the Temple of the Furies. Zena flips back onto Argo. Yeah. Backwards. While eating an apple. Yeah. And yells, Go horsey! And Argo doesn't seem to really be concerned. No. Like, he's acting like this is normal behavior. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. though. It, it's not, but Argo <laughs> knows that this is still Xena. Clearly. I mean, it's a magic horse. She is a magic horse. She's a magic horse. Um, so, they go off to try to find the Temple of the Furies to figure out what exactly is Xena's crime. And truthfully, if you look back on Xena's life, it could be a multitude of things that the, you know... Yeah, apparently the Furies only get, like, particular for certain things. They're weird. I mean, all of the Greek pantheon was a little sus. (laughs) A little? Yeah. (laughs) I'm evening it out for those that weren't sus, because there were some that weren't at all. But, like, Zeus is enough to make them all look bad. So. Fair point. And uh, we learned that it, the crime is she never avenged her father's death. Yes. Her father's murderer. Which was a total shock to her because she didn't know he was dead. So. Yeah. She just thought he was off at battle. And just never came back. Yeah. <laughs> just Because she thought for years that she might run into him in all her travels. Yeah. And... Gabrielle, once they learn that they have to go to Amphipolis, which they can't be far from Amphipolis at this point because, you know, got there too by foot without, you know, camping. Well, they camped first. Remember, they did the first night's sleep on the way home. Right, right, because, you know, went naked into a village. She went naked into a village. Oh, I think that was on the way to the temple or something when she went naked into the village. Because now I'm not sure. 
I think you're right about the run home from the temple. So it must have been the naked before the in the village must have been before. Okay. The but yeah. Naked threatening a village. Because she was hallucinating things. A little bit. Yes, just a little. And that's so that moment that she had a lucid moment to be like, oh, I'm not doing good. Yeah. And Gabrielle took her back to lie down. Sleep it off. That just doesn't doesn't work. It does not work. And and then that's when they go to the temple. So Zena's running back to her home. And yet, at the same point, she tries to tie up Gabrielle before she reaches home. Yes, because, because she thinks that she might hurt Gabrielle. Yeah. So even while she is being driven mad by the Furies. Yeah. And she's realizing that she's not quite herself. She will do everything to protect her girlfriend. Yeah. Da da da. But I mean, she's not a girlfriend because it's the nineties. Yes. So, and she did a really bad at tying her up. So you she know she wasn't even almost a good job. She even just Gabrielle like, was disappointed. Wrapped vines around, and Gab's just like, "What? what? Okay." <laughs> And shrugs them off and runs after her. <laughs> <clears throat> and we get to see Cyrene in this episode, which is exciting. I do I do always enjoy Zena's mom. I do too. She's one of my favorites. And from here we learn Cyrene is the murderer. Yes. Cause he her father came home drunk from the temple one night. Mad, yeah, because his shit wasn't going the way he wanted it to. <laughs> Which, like, what, what was his deal? Was he just a soldier? Was he a mercenary? What was his deal? Because why is he praying to Ares? He was just a soldier to Ares. He worshipped the god of war. Which meant he did some naughty shady things. things. <laughs> he must have been a shady creature. Yeah, but he was going to sacrifice Xena to Ares to better his luck in whatever way, to make Ares happy. And so, which would mean Xena would have to kill Cyrene to appease the Furies. However, there's a catch. Okay, so while, and the catch is, while Xena's going through all of this, Gabrielle did stay behind and talk to the priest a little bit to find out what happened. And apparently there's another guy... Who was in a similar situation. His mom had killed the dad. Or whatever. But they didn't know if he had gone through with and killed his mom or not. So Gabrielle went in search of this dude. Whose name I do not remember. Ortiz? Ortiz might be it. Um, anyway. They said it like three three times quickly. And never again mentioned. Also Helen's really bad at names. Yeah, because Bryn's so much better. You are. Only because I write them down. <laughs> anyway, she finally does meet this guy, but he's in an asylum. Turns out he did, in fact, kill his mother to avenge his father, but then the Furies punished him because he killed his mother. So they discover really quick that there's no way out. Yeah. And... So, Xena... Refuses to kill mummy because, well, Cyrene is amazing. Yeah. 
So instead, she goes to find herself a cliff. (laughs) And as she's running to this cliff that just happens to be places. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff conveniently located. (laughs) That's fine. She starts hallucinating. Uh, Gabrielle was Callisto. She was throwing her sword around at a an imaginary dryad. Um, so the hallucinations were becoming quite intense. And as she gets to the cliff, as she's you know throwing down her sword and her chakram and getting ready to jump, Harry's. <laughs> Aries appears. <laughs> Aries. Aries. And this is my preferred version of Aries. Aries with the, you know, chin length, curly hair, the nice hot, and the Aries. <laughs> you know, you know, just like the whole Aries. Your bisexual is showing, dear. <laughs> It'll be worse in a couple of episodes yeah, when there's a tango. It's a bad day for me. Oh, but that's a sexy tango. I know, but I'm ace, so it's just confusing. I know. <laughs> um, oh, right. In the Before she ran away from Cyrene, she had made the quote that she understands life now because she's mad and it's everything is making sense. Because nothing makes sense. Sandy is a veil God's throw over our eyes to not see the truth. That life is a joke. A barroom joke at that. I mean, that means like it's not even a good joke. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I have had um, patients say similar things to me, so that's not that far out of the life possibility. Especially given the time period. Right? So. And so, Aries shows up and starts talking to Zena how she should just kill Cyrene and that, well, the gods do throw the veil over our eyes. The life, life is not meant to be a joke. It's meant to be a joke if you're just going to live through it, but those who take life and mold it to their will and he starts spouting off his usual Aries nonsense and Zena's like you know what I must be mad because you're making sense yeah and he made a comment about how Zena's dad was jealous yeah which Uh, it's still sus like they leave it super ambiguous enough like just Super ambiguous enough. I do appreciate that, though. Mm-hmm. So, it makes Xena aware that Ares wants Xena crazy because a crazy Xena is more susceptible to his way of thinking. Yeah. And... You're not wrong. Once she gets the guarantee that the Furies will watch her kill her mom and she will be okay again. Because <laughs> he's like, but how will the Furies know? Oh, they'll know. But how will the Furies know? It's a God thing. How will they know? She's a full-out temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah. Like, just full-out. Screaming in his and face. He's like, fine, I'll get them. She's like, good. I'll go get mom. <laughs> yeah, just... just cheery as all fuck. <laughs> 
And as she marches along and waving her arms and, oh my goodness, Lucy plays this almost too well. She's talking to her arm because her arm was getting out of control. It's like, you're not listening. You're not. Yeah. The arm was doing whatever it wanted to do. It wasn't listening. It, um, I love her. Yeah. It does. Lucy is highly underused in comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as we were watching this play out, Helen made an observation about Lucy's hair. Or Zena's hair. Because mm-hmm. it gets frizzier and more... It gets frizzier and bigger. It gets bigger. bigger. It gets bigger when she's more loss of mind yes as she gets crazier and crazier her hair gets crazier and crazier and when she has a lucid moment her hair goes completely normal again it does it just magic magic sanity from the furious makes hair go down <laughs> uh, so then they have it where Cyrene is laid out on the temple do- uh, table I almost said desk the altar. Ty. It's called an altar. Thank you. Okay. So she's laid out on the temple altar, chained up. Yeah. Uh, oh, crap. Before they got there, Zena grabs Irene and then asked her about her conception. Yes. This is a kid's show. Right. And she asked if it was good. Yeah. <laughs> the night that happened, was it good? And then Cyrene has the nerve to fucking answer. This is a children's show. <laughs> well, she did try to start off saying, I'm not talking about that with you. She did. She and she's did. like, you brought me into this world. I better know how it happened. Yeah. Um, she was like, fine. Your father magically came home from war one day. And yes, it was good. It's <laughs> like... So it was another little piece of the puzzle that got put together in Zena's scrambled mind. Yeah, she's doing this while crazy. Which is it, which is another thing that just adds to the probably a demigod thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all stacking up just just too neatly. And I do get how like one one of the quotes Zena did say is I'm I'm crazy, not stupid. Um so she could put it together, but everybody treated her as though she was stupid. Yes. Which, annoyingly, in reality, we do that. Yeah. But it's kind of... When did Gabrielle come in, and what did she do? No. <laughs> she came in as Zena was about to stab <laughs> Cyrene. Right, 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 right. And she was like, wait, 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 wait stop, stop. And Aries grabs her, covers her mouth, and she's right. like, that's the only way to shut her up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and when Zena asked her to say the thing, do the bard thing. Yeah, do the bard. Oh, for fuck's sake, the bard thing. <laughs> oh, where uh, Gabrielle breaks free, or prize free, whatever, shakes Aries off of her to be like, uh... Uh, it's been said that Ares would visit the wives of his soldiers. Yeah, when while they were away at battle, and and I mean, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm mom. 
Tell tell him about how how dad came home. How how that happened. <laughs> She's like, he just randomly came home one day and then was gone the next day. So everybody was then sus. Like And Aries was no help to himself on that one either. He didn't deny it. Not he tried once. to gaslight them. <laughs> You he can't didn't believe say this. no. Exactly. You're not gonna believe this. I mean, she's crazy. I'm crazy, not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> even I'm... even after she beats him, mm-hmm. he still will not deny it. He's just like, you don't really believe that, do you? <laughs> like, never confirmed. Never confirmed. No, because this is exactly how it ended up happening. She's like, listen. I can prove it. If I'm a god or a demigod or half god, she said, if I'm half god, I can hold my own in a fight with daddy. Yep. <laughs> and her calling Aries daddy. It is not okay. Yep. So Aries and Xena start fighting, and the choreography just got 10 times better in this season right away. It did. It did. Apparently, this episode is actually a carryover from last season. Like, it was one of the ones at the end of last season, but only, like, they filmed 24, but only aired 22. <laughs> For some okay. reason. I don't know, but that's what I read in the trivias. Interesting. I mean, Good. Google didn't even want to put it as the number one episode, so. No, Google actually put this episode as the end of season three. Yeah. And uh, Helen and I both went, uh, that's not true. We know the end of season three very well. It's Thank because, you, Google. It's because season three, episode one, is like the only season starter that I enjoy at this. From, or it's the last one I enjoy. <laughs> All the other ones are really awful. And not, like, in a bad, like, the episodes are bad way, in a... uh, (laughs) Why? This is not a good way to start a season. Trauma, trauma, trauma. (laughs) It's really hard. Although we do get Alti in season four, and I like Alti. Oh, man. But I might not like Alti as an adult. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we will. But yeah, so after the end, he's like, do you believe this? It doesn't matter what I believe. They believed it, which means I got my mind back. Ha 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 You're going to get in trouble with the gods. I've been in the outs with the family before. And I mean, like, it's true because in like three more episodes, he's going at it with Dayhawk. So. <laughs> oh, that's soon. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for all of this. I'm not. I'm not, because it also comes with a lot of cringe-worthy memories. Oh. So, like... This is what happens when you're best friends with each other when you're watching Xena, and then you uh, make sure you watch Xena together. Or if not together, as soon as you watch it, you call and talk about it. Yeah, and you're both huge, huge, huge nerds. And... Uh, dramatic as fuck. You know Ooh. what? It's, it was the, the 90s were interesting because we didn't have the internet to um, do all the things it does now. I didn't have the internet to be like, am I gay? <laughs> How do you know if you're gay, Tess? I had to figure that shit out on my own. <laughs> oh, man. What was the 
the disclaimer? Oh, the disclaimer was Zena Sandy was not harmed during the production of this motion picture. The Furies, however, will be opening their own lap dancing variety show off, off, off Broadway soon. Alrighty then. Yeah, I had to double check. I'm like, off, off, off. Because, yeah. Uh, it was good. So, it was good. It was this, as good as I remember it. I have. I loved it. Solid episode. I would definitely rate it up at an eight, eight and a half, yeah, even. Easy. <laughs> I forgot that was a good. I don't know what that was. She showed me something in the dark and from far away. Oh, our son made us a note in the book. He told me about it, too. <laughs> He's like, wait, I made you a note. <laughs> I was like, I know, honey. We oh, saw it. kid is too precious. We saw it, buddy. Thank you so much for leaving us a note in our book. <laughs> so cute. Um, so the next episode will be season three. Episode two. Episode. Been, been there, done that. I'm so excited. It's a fun episode. I know. Uh, we are going to have a lot of fun episodes this season because we get a lot of trauma episodes this There's season. So much sadness. So much drama. So it's like the first two episodes are nice, so much fun. Singing. <laughs> so much like fun, upbeat, this is a good time episode. Drama! Because then it's what? De- the debt? After the Dayhawk thing, because we get the Deliverer. I think it's been there, done that, and I think there's one more, and then it's the Deliverer. No. Which is when we get the start, and then there's hope, and then and then I think there's a funny episode, and then there's the debt. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, That's right. That's right. a buffer would have been nice. Because that was a lot of information, and we get another batch of information, and then we have, like, two episodes of Funny, and then we get... The musical. We get Maternal Instincts, The Bittersweet, and One Against an Army. Army. Oh, dear God. Going <laughs> over here. Oh. This is where my tea is located. One Against an Army is a horrible episode for me. I do not like it. I know you don't like it. Well, I mean, I like it, but... Yes. For the record, if you had listened to previous podcasts, One Against an Army is one of the episodes that can make her cry, depending on the mood she's in. I mean, it would be pretty hard to get me into a bad mood for that episode, so... Actually, that would probably make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. I have issues, but they're weird ones. (laughs) sense to me <laughs> anyway thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time remember you can find us on our socials as as a shotgun turns and uh i keep trying to remember about tiktok so we can get a thousand followers and go live while we do one of these things i would like to do that hopefully before the musical but i think that's kind of pushing it but maybe we can maybe we can but we are on tiktok we are everywhere and you can always email us at as the shotgun turns. We're nice people. I'm weird, but mostly nice. It's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> hope to see you next time. <laughs>
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.